0: True North, an AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. Saturday mornings at 8 or via podcast anytime. Now, let's get into it with your host, Dirk Hobbs.
1: All right, good Saturday morning. Welcome to True North. It is Saturday, September 2nd. Can you believe we're already in? In for a nosedive into fall here, but it does feel like summer out there. So glad you're with us this morning. Appreciate you joining us, and we got a great show on tap for you. We're going to talk a little bit about real estate in the Southern Colorado market here, and uh, we got uh, three experts in the house who are going to unpack some things as you try to uh, navigate the uh, the home buying process or the home selling process, as it may be. We're going to talk to the fellows over at Flying Horse Realty in just a moment, but before we do, I got also another special guest in the studio. Uh, If you've ever heard of the Colorado Springs Stampede, uh, you're probably seeing more and more of that information out there. But this is a um, this is a terrific event, and I got Jay Dial here in the house with us. Good morning, sir. How are you, It's Good to see you. I can't complain. So and. Tell us about this. What is a stampede for those of us who come from South Florida and don't see many cows?
2: Well, I mean, it's Black Friday running, um, but the uh, <laughs> stampede is kind of comes out of a rodeo idea. It's, you know, horses, cattle, whatever, just running at something. That if, whether we're running away for something or running to something. So, uh, in this case, let's run <laughs> to the rodeo. Uh, coming right. to North Penrose on September 7th through the 9th. Well, that
1: sounds like a lot of fun. So, what can people expect out there? I mean, it's, it's a festival of, of sorts, right? There's we, beer and there's good food.
2: Great food. We got some uh, food trucks coming in. And so they're making their cuisine. And we literally have it from A to Z. I mean, I've got a, I got a Jamaican food truck coming in that's oh, saying, hey, I want to cater to some of these people. So, really? uh, yeah, boo- beer and food is, is always really good whenever mm-hmm. you're talking about an event. But then we're bringing in a pile of bull riders. We've got an absolute t- a ton of barrel racers coming in. Okay. And then people can actually still sign their kids up for the mutton busting. So really? we got giveaways during the middle of the show. We've got our entire fan zone for, for people to come and ride the mechanical bull, shop through the vendors, let the kids... Get, you know, turn out some energy on the bounce houses. So it's really from from start time, uh, doors open at 4 o'clock till clean till 10. Okay. You guys are going to go home ready for bed. Ready for <laughs> so, bed. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, that sounds like fun. So tell us what, I mean, it starts on Thursday. Yep. Did I hear Thursday, that?
2: Thursday, September 7th. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. And where do they get tickets? Go to triplejrodeo.com. And if I I may on that too, Derek, um, either if you're military or first responder, of course, we're so grateful for your service. So make sure to type in the word thank you, one word, capital T, thank you. As a coupon code, you'll save some money there. And then we have some amazing partnerships with uh, our community uh, businesses here. So we ask that you look through those companies because we can't be here without them. But when you check out there too, um, you can also put in company partner, capital C, one word, company partner. um, And that's another way to save on tickets too.
1: Certainly appreciate that. Uh, And I know you're small. Do. So yes. is this the first year for this? This or is our
2: third. Our third. first year is a multi-day event. Okay. Um, so we, we took a big chunk out of an elephant's butt. So it's uh, we're having a lot of fun, to <laughs> say the least. But it's uh, it's our first time uh, three three days. Okay. We've done one-day shows, but we're, we're taking a big chunk. So
1: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday night. And you yep.
2: get tickets again at? TripleJRodeo.com.
1: All right. Come on out to the Colorado Springs Stampede starting Thursday, September 7th. And enjoy the festivities. And if, if you're not familiar with this, I'm going, I'm going for sure. <laughs> that. I mean, this, to me, this is a spectacle because, you know, I'm used to watching waves come in on the shore, not what you're talking about. So (laughs) this is definitely going to be a deviation from the norm for me, but it sounds like a lot of fun. And this is really a Colorado Springs tradition. This, this is something that's ingrained in our culture.
2: It really is. It's funny. We were talking in our, in our meeting earlier where, you know, we're talking about Bob Norris and the Marlboro man. He's from Colorado, you know, Pike speaker bust. it's here pro rodeo hall of fame. It's here Uh, PRCA headquarters. It's here. And that's what we really wanted to try to drive into. I mean, we see a lot of uh, community businesses stepping into this market, a lot of different varieties. Why not just really kind of go back down to our roots and bring more rodeo yeah. this way?
1: Absolutely love that. Well, appreciate you, Jay Dial, Thanks, one more time on the tickets. com. Boom, bam, folks. There you have it. All right. Well, we're going to shift gears kind of abruptly and start, uh, as I promised, a, a, a pretty thorough conversation around uh, buying and Selling Real Estate, and I have the privilege of being in here with three subject matter experts. Uh, founding partner of the group, Roger Huckel, is with us, as well as managing and employing, or excuse me, employing broker, Wayne Pinnegar and uh, managing broker and partner, Greg Ballman. Gentlemen, welcome to the studio.
3: Yeah, Thanks for having us. Thank you.
1: Uh, Certainly appreciate you being here. And I know uh, your shop is up on the Northgate. Uh, your, your actual offices are on the Northgate. Uh, Parkway or Boulevard or whatever it's called. Uh, What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Boulevard. (laughs) Boulevard. We'll we'll,
3: we'll give a little shout out. 2748 Northgate Boulevard. Boom,
1: bam. Okay. And in there, you can find any number of great folks who can help you navigate the northern properties. These guys are really positioned well, because if anybody knows the northern properties of of Colorado Springs in particular, it's these guys, Uh, because you've been up there. You've been a great partner with one of the largest land developers in the region, Classic Homes. Uh, How did this relationship come about? Roger?
4: Well, from a starting standpoint, uh, Classics been well-known for years. In fact, I think about 30 years ago, I sold them their first lot in Briargate. No they, kidding. When they started, yeah. So they, they've done very well over a, 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 that period of time. But they were doing in their main flying horse development, they were doing some custom lots. And, you know, Classics, a production, and they do semi-custom stuff as well, but production mm-hmm. builder primarily, so uh, they wanted to start a real estate firm that would focus on, in Flying Horse, Maine, uh, uh, marketing those custom lots and bringing some builders in and, and what have you. So they started the company, I think it was about 16, 17 years ago. And we started with a small group and spread out from there. And um, we're still here. No kidding. After all that. All yeah. Right. So, and we, we've handled some things. Uh, very high in real estate, including Flying Horse North, which which we'll talk about, I'm sure, mm-hmm. in this session. Absolutely, here. yeah. But uh, really, it's really interesting to see what's happening this northern quarter. We're very blessed and pleased to be up in this area. Absolutely. Columbus. Well, Greg and Wayne, when did you join the team?
5: I joined the team in uh, 2015. Okay. Uh, and I had came from another brokerage that I owned, But the opportunity here at uh, Flying Horse Realty, with uh, all, all the development that was going <clears> on, I wanted to be part of what's going on up here. And... Uh, We've been in real estate um, 21 years, so our team, I think we've got something like 60 or 70 years of experience. That's awesome. So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, uh, selling the land uh, and working with all the builders up here is is just a lot of fun, and you learn a lot.
1: Absolutely, and the products
3: are tremendous. They're absolutely beautiful. Greg, when did you f- come into the fold? Well, let's see. I started with uh, Flying Horse Realty back in 2018, Okay. and... Um, Kind of came out of a development background, uh, helped build three private golf club developments in Arizona Beautiful. 20 years prior to that, but yeah. um, Flying Horse was really appealing to me for that reason, uh, The kind of their connection to high-end communities and developments um, just seemed like a really good fit for me, and I talked to Roger, and uh, we ended up putting, putting that together in 2018, and then here in the last couple of years, uh, I've been offered a partnership with mm-hmm. Flying Horse Realty, and so... Um, you just seemed to be a, a good fit, and went ahead and took it, and here we are.
1: Well, I appreciate it. So good story, good good group coming together. Uh, but let's give the folks some some meat to chew on here, because our housing market is is always it's a good topic these days. Uh, but it's it's a complex thing for a lot of folks. You know, they're just this is maybe their first big purchase, uh, maybe their first uh, opportunity to buy real estate at all, and um, I, I just want to. Level the playing field and, and let you guys cut loose on some of your expertise and what you're seeing from a trend standpoint. So let's start at the top and work our way down. So, Colorado Springs, over the last, let's take the last 10 years in particular. Uh, I mean, it has become a destination uh, for a myriad of reasons. Obviously, we have some economic clusters that are developing out there that have uh, really um, grown aerospace, cyber world, defense. Uh, so that in and of itself has attracted a certain population to the region. Um, also, COVID had a big play in a lot of people leaving the coastal areas, Texas, some of the East Coast areas to come into this region. So what is it about this town that or this city now that makes it one of the most desirable places to live in the, in the country?
5: One, it, the cost of living here is attractive.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, On a get, national
1: uh, compared to right. a national. Yeah.
5: And we get written up all the time as being uh, two things, one of the best for business and also one of the best places to live just for families. Mm-hmm. So we're always ranked number one, number two, and that just keeps our economy going. And it's booming right now. The, I was just reading an article this morning, uh, the business development for 2023, there's been easily over a thousand employees coming from multiple businesses. And as you mentioned, aerospace and technology is the, The biggest boom.
1: Yep, absolutely. Greg, Roger, what do you think is going on here that makes people want to be here?
4: Well, they're a combination of things. So people pick communities kind of like they pick homes. It's a package. You know, you don't buy a house just because of one thing, the house itself. You look around it and say what comes with it, what kind of lifestyle advantages and whatever. And, And I'll follow up on what Wayne was talking about. these U.S. news and World reports that come out. Regards um, regardless of where we are in the rankings, and we were ninth out of 150 communities this year, but the reason we were ninth is primarily because the people that were ahead of us were in areas that their housing was a lot less expensive, Because and there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what's interesting is if you ask the question of where do you want to live, take everything else, where would you like to live? We were only beat by one community. We were number two in the country. The one community that beat us was Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And you think, well, what's the deal with that? <laughs> but their average price of a home is what ours was five years ago. Is that right? Okay. Just like 300000 is the average price of a home there. So it's cheaper. Well, they also get storm surge and you know stuff like yeah, that. There's it's, it's a, yeah, there's other issues. Yeah, we don't get that. We might have a snowstorm on occasion. But anyway... Yeah. Um, So, but it's a package, you know, what a lifestyle we have here. And a lot of it we take for granted when we drive to work. You Mm -hmm. look and you see those mountains in the distance that you can actually go up and play in them. We have people come from all over the world, uh, stay at the Broadmoor Hotel or stay at our lodge. We have the lodge at Flying Horse, which is comparable, I think, maybe not as large. Absolutely. but um, But it's the package. People come here for the package.
1: Very good. Well, we're hanging out with Roger Hugel, Wayne Pinnaker, and Greg Ballman from Flying Horse Realty. And and the, starting the next quarter, we're really going to get into some of, the, some of the details of the economic environment we're dealing with and some tips and advice these guys may have for you as it relates to buying your first custom home or maybe a second or third custom home. So uh, if you're an experienced buyer or a new buyer, these are the guys you want to talk to. If you're up at Flying Horse Realty, we're back in a minute with the gentleman over there.
5: I got a nightmare phone call that no parent wants to receive.
0: Someone hit me going 60 miles an hour.
1: Dr. Ramos uh, came highly recommended. When
3: I showed him the x-rays, he immediately knew exactly what was wrong.
5: We've had a tremendous experience with Ramos Law. Really, I could not be happier. Having the car accident was an accident. Finding Ramos Law was no accident.
0: Injured in a car accident? Ramos Law can help. RamosLaw.com
1: All right, we're back, second quarter of True North. I'm your host, Dirk Hobbs, and welcome back to the program. I want to give a quick shout-out to Ramos Law. Appreciate you guys underwriting us. Uh, So we can meet these experts in their respective fields. And uh, with me, I have Wayne Pinneger, Greg Ballman, and Roger Hugel from Flying Horse Realty. These guys are amazing, and you can find them up on Northgate Boulevard at the Flying Horse Realty offices. Welcome, gentlemen. Appreciate you being here. So let's let's talk about the last eighteen to twenty four months in the real estate market in in our market, immediate market here. So, Greg, I mean, how, what we had an extraordinary run there for a while.
3: Yeah, we sure did, Dirk. You know, um, probably going back a little further than that, the the the, the twenty twenty year, I think, was um, when we when we started to see COVID, uh, you know, hit our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, as realtors, we really thought things were going to go south. And we, we, I don't think anybody could have anticipated what was going to happen that year uh, when real estate just kind of started to soar and people were really making major life adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, people were able to work from home and it really shifted how, uh, how the real estate market uh, functioned really throughout the whole country. And, and here it was no different. It was actually probably even heightened because this is such a popular area. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of relocation uh, happened here and... Uh, boy, it really just drove the market all the the pricing just escalated up and um, competition for homes was escalated and then as we've moved forward um you know we've just started to see a little bit of a slowing down there's been there's definitely been some um, still a pretty solid market here, but with interest rates um, starting to creep up a little bit um you know we've started to see a little bit of slowing mm-hmm. and so um well, we're just we're we're realizing how to read the tea leaves. There's so right. many
1: variables in this, right? I mean, you've got inventory, you've got supply chain, you've got, uh, like you said, people's lifestyles are changing. So how? I mean, this kind of created almost the perfect storm for a while there, where everybody was just clamoring to get in and take advantage of the great home buying opportunities here. So there was a kind of a an influx of purchases. Correct? Is that kind of how this worked?
5: This market has been the the Biggest roller coaster that I've ever seen. No in kidding. State. Okay. So we've gone from you know five days of inventory, and uh, which which made buying buyers just insane to try and go and, and get something. Mm-hmm. And now we're with the market with the interest rates. You were saying had come up slowly. No, actually they they skyrocketed. So they're over seven percent now. That has really impacted the inventory because sellers don't want to sell because they've got a two point five percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. Why would they sell to go to a 7% interest rate? Exactly. So our numbers of sales have dropped dramatically in the last year, 21%. However, because of the sellers not bringing their houses on the market, the, in, the, the prices hold because the inventory is so tight. Mm-hmm. So uh, prices have dropped 1%. And the inventory of of the sales going down 21%. So it's been just a crazy market coming from when it was hotter and all get out. Mm -hmm. At the same time, if you price it right, it will sell now. If you don't, it won't. Our days on market has gone up to 25 days on market, which is more normal for real estate.
1: Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people got spoiled with those low interest rates and those quick turnarounds and the bidding wars on a respective property. Right,
5: no, the, the but the that thing, didn't last forever. Some people are still are, are saying that it's turned into a, a buyer's market. Absolutely, the farthest thing from the truth.
1: Okay, unpack that a little bit.
5: It, it's still a seller's market because the inventory is so tight. Okay, and and buyers are still competing.
1: Okay, and to your point earlier, Roger, we really haven't caught up on inventory. Is that? We're, we're a long
4: ways from. It. If you look on a national basis, right now we're millions of units short in the nation. Okay. Then you look at Caraway Springs. You know, we focus on on the north and, north part of the county. Although we sell everywhere, we okay. sell in other communities, but but we focus on this north north part of the county. And I think last time I checked, there were something like 273 listings up here. Something else that's interesting about the north is you look at our averages in Caraway Springs and and year to date. Our median median average is about four seventy, or or the mm-hmm. average price of a home that sold is about five thirty five. So there's kind of a range there. Mm-hmm. But you look at those two hundred and seventy three listings we have north of Interquest say up to County Line Road, um, and we're just take those numbers and double them. Okay, for the northern quarter. So then you get into the question is why is the northern quarter? that much difference in averages than the rest of the community as a whole. And it gets back to the package question. You know, sure. our package up here, we have land, we're still building. We have all kinds of new entertainment aspe- uh, venues coming. You know, we've got the Sunset Amphitheater, which is going to be phenomenal. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and J.W. Ross doing a lot of things with that besides just the music venue. we we'll right. restaurants yeah. and event center or whatever. And and um, so it's the package, it's the schools, it's the churches, it's the recreation, it's the proximity to Denver. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting stat: if you look at the average price in Douglas County, just to our north, and the average price here in Colorado Springs, um, they're over a third of a million dollars higher average in price. So what's happening is you see those guys coming down here, absolutely buying a house and then commuting north. Yeah, so they're one of our best markets. And we're doing a lot of development in the Black Forest, in some of the northern
1: areas that have been left un, untapped for quite some time. I know Forest Lakes. Uh, you guys are doing a lot of projects out there. What What are some of the other venues that that are kind of on the menu for folks to take a pick from?
5: I, I was talking to a, a production builder, and uh, in one of their communities, which tends to be over a million dollar homes. Okay. Statistically, most of the buyers are cash buyers. No kidding. And that's, I think, because of the interest rates. Mm
1: -hmm.
5: What they and and where they're coming from. They're coming from California.
1: So they have liquidity.
5: They have liquidity. Mm -hmm. And so more of their sales are cash.
1: That's that's a phenomenal stat. And the fact that you can get it for a third less. Their sales are
5: down about fifty percent. No kidding. Okay. And their prices are down. Somewhat, but mostly because of what they're building now compared to what they were building. So they're building more midtown collection, trying to get that price down to meet where people can buy.
1: Yeah. And people can afford it. So what, right now, what, what are some of the high level when you meet a new client coming into your office? What, what is that experience like? I mean, where, where do you start with that, those individuals?
5: Really just explore what they're looking for, where their mm-hmm. location, obviously. Right. Price range, obviously. Um, and then, you know, most people, <laughs> almost everybody's going to say, I want mountain views and I want trees. <laughs> so, and and, you, and and the other thing you want to know is, are you resale or are you custom? Okay, And, and, and you go from there. But it really, a lot of it is asking questions and listening. We're not selling.
1: Mm-hmm. What do they need to understand about today's market that maybe has changed over the last 24 months since since that buying frenzy to where we are today where do we need where we where do we need to educate the folks
5: they almost always need to have some cash mm-hmm. uh because it still is competitive um in a lot of cases if they're a, a new buyer a first-time buyer a lot of times a uh a production home might be the better way to go mm-hmm. less competitive and 100 percent financing things like that but uh,
1: Roger where, where do you where are your thoughts on that?
4: Well from a, one of the first questions I ask when somebody comes in is is um, is this a longer term situation for you guys you know like three to five years you're going to be here three to five years and if they're going to be here that length of time, I tell them that's really good because in three to five years you look at our, our northern quarter here mm-hmm. we're going to be out of inventory from a standpoint of land for new builds. Okay. So you're not going to be competing with builders and developers or whatever in that three- to five-year period because we hit County Line Road and you hit the Greenland Preserve. They've got 21,000 acres sitting up there in a conservation easement. Most of it's on the east side of the interstate. There's this little pod here on the west side as well that the public can actually access. But when that happens, we run out of land, then the developer or builder types have to jump over Black Forest and head east. Okay, So the future... Uh, Longer term is east and south Well that takes you away from that Douglas County market that can come down And and drive north So uh, I think we're projecting some pretty Serious appreciation in this northern Quarter so our prices already are higher Than average whether it's a rental Or it's purchase whatever but there's a reason for that Mm -hmm. And and I've Got to say that northern quarter and I've lived North south all over the place here in El Paso County since we got here in 1975 And we have a, the best playground in this northern quarter of anywhere in the county, yeah. with all the things we were mentioning before, and people buy packages. Yep. So our packages is, is pretty impressive, and if they can afford it, you know we're going to get a lot of these Space Force engineers. Yeah. They're going to be living up up north. And they, and they like
1: can, the D twenty schools and yeah. the, and the D thirty eight even uh, yeah, up great in school. monuments. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's a great. It is a great package deal. And this entertainment district has really just, like you said, it's just exploded with Sunset Amphitheater and everything that's going on at the interchange at I
3: twenty five and then InterQuest as well and all the mm-hmm. restaurant yeah. scenes. So I think there's been a, a little bit of reeducating people too. Um, we we tend to have people who walk in the door and they'll have a budget that they really want to work within and they'll want to they'll want to go out and maybe potentially buy a two and a half acre lot and build a house. And, you know, as the market has changed over the last several years and interest rates have, have creeped up, uh, oftentimes they don't really quite understand what's actually happened in the market mm-hmm. to determine whether they can actually afford, um, you know, potentially what they're looking to, to build or buy. And so for, from our perspective, it's just important that we're educated enough on all the different locations and property types, uh, amenities that Roger was mentioning mm-hmm. um, to help people really kind of understand within their budget, what can we re- – where can they realistically land? Yep. And, and that's changed. That's been that's been a shift. Like there's been this this I think there was a uh, some, uh, just a way people thought about what they could afford and how that shifted because of interest rates yep. or just just appreciation in land. Because honestly, land out here has not depreciated at all. It's just I mean it's still skyrocketing, mm-hmm. and that's a. Big piece when you're looking specifically at a new construction so, product, and, product,
1: and there are opportunities for just about every home buyer out there. Is that an accurate there, assessment? Yeah, yeah,
3: there there is, and in our northern corridor, there's just a just a smattering of different styles and types of properties that are available. You yeah. know, from you know patio homes, townhome level, all the way up to your custom home uh, properties that are you know in that three to five million range. Absolutely. So.
1: Well, we're hanging out uh, with, uh, we're talking to Greg Ballman and Roger Hugo and Wayne Pinnegar over at Flying Horse Realty. I'm going to ask you when you close a big deal,
3: <laughs> uh, Greg, what is your jam song in the Jeep? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm a huge Eagles fan, so I usually get in the truck and crank up, take it easy.
0: That matter to you. AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. So
2: take
1: it easy. All right, we're back with True North. It is Saturday, September 2nd. Glad you're with us. We're hanging out with a gentleman from Flying Horse Realty, an award winning group on the north side here, uh, Northgate. You can find him out there close to the Flying Horse Resort and Club. I'm um, hanging out with uh, employing broker and partner Wayne Pinnaker. Uh, founding partner, Roger Huckel, and partner and managing broker, Mr. Greg Bowman. Gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, so we, we kind of got a, a little bit of a sense for kind of what's happened over the last few years, why Colorado Springs is really just continues to be a world-class destination. People want to live here. They're moving from all places in the United States to this region for a myriad of reasons. Uh, and used to be we had kind of a stale climate in the entertainment realm and maybe even the restaurant realm, but that's not true anymore. Uh, we have really evolved over the last several years to get to where we are today, and people are coming here because uh, we're a growing. Ta- we're a growing town, and if you're from the West Coast, I mean, this is very affordable living, um, and we're very competitive, and we're even competitive compared to our ne- neighbors to the north of us in Douglas County. Uh, but I want to get back to a question you get a lot, Wayne, which is: uh, is now a good time to buy?
5: Yeah, I get that uh, a-, a lot, and. You take a look at it, there's a couple of reasons why it is a good time to buy. One, even though I I mentioned before it's it's competitive out there, Mm -hmm. the days on market has gone from 5 to 25. Right. With that being, you are going to find places to buy where it's not going to be competitive right then. So you have a a chance to buy it without it being competing. Secondly, prices are going to go up because rates are going to come down. Okay. Right now, people are hesitating because of the rate being high, but if they can get in now, and in a few years when the rates are down, refinance. Refinance. So, and, and, so the prices of the houses are going to go up, the rates are going to come down, and they're going to have equity in a couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. I had Michelle Bobard in here a couple months ago, and she said, "Marry the house, not the rate."
4: Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Roger, what do you, what's your take on it, man?
4: Yeah, i got to remember that. Marry the house, not the rate. That's, <laughs> I'm writing that one down. That's good. So I'm going to follow up a little bit here. So Greg had mentioned that he joined us in 2018. Yeah. Well, if you go back to 2018, so, that, so we've got like a five-year period there. And the average, I'll well, say the median price of a house in that five-year period has averaged per year about $35,000 increase. So you get this little blip in the system here of a point or so, you know, adjustment here because the interest rates, the demand is still there. It has nothing to do with demand. It has to do with product and the interest rates, affordability, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, so if you take that out of the equation, a little blip is, that's exactly what it is, is a little blip. So then you project out why is the market here going to be good? Well, you look at Colorado, part of it is because we're Colorado, And then also, we're Colorado Springs and we're not Denver, you know, and the traffic and all that kind of stuff. And Denver County, by the way, is also a third of a million dollars more average than we are from a housing price standpoint. So you take all that combined, and we're the number two, I think, for young professional targets, for college graduates. We're number one target for college graduates, supposedly, because of what's happening here in the tech industry and all that kind of stuff. Correct, yeah. So you get these young families and they have children. So what do you get after that? You get the parents yeah. and the grandparents. Yeah, that's right. You know, you know, so you get all this coming in. But our long-term prognosis is really, really good with the industry. What's happening down at the airport with the, all hmm. the commercial stuff the innovation down here? The park, business yep. innovation park is yep. it's just fabulous. So the future of Carva Springs is out there a long, a long way, and and it's going to be after that three to five year period. You're going to see a lot more activity east, southeast, which is going to be, there are going to be wonderful communities down there as well. But, uh, you know, from the standpoint of purchasing something now, especially in our northern quarter, mm-hmm. um, our products are current, they're newer, they're closer to some of the major shopping and business areas and whatever, both north and to the south, and it's easy to get everywhere. We're also closer to the Denver airport, yep. which is an advantage.
1: And we got Spacecom that just landed here. Greg, you were going to chime in.
4: Well,
3: I was just going to add, uh, just to point to Wayne's um, comments earlier, um, you know, that it, even though it is a seller's market, um, you know buyers today they do have a little bit more leverage when it comes to negotiating in transactions. And right where before they basically were giving up everything. They, you know, if you really wanted to get the house and you were competing, you know, you had to give up um, a lot of your inspection. You had to give up uh, or, or be willing to pay the appraisal gap and just things like that that um, really made it super competitive and very very difficult for the buyer. And it was just really uh, heavy on the seller side. So I think that shifted a little bit, even Mm -hmm. though I think it's technically a seller's market. The buyers definitely have more leverage. They have an ability to um, uh, negotiate better uh, in contracts. And um, I think that's kind of an important piece for people to understand that a lot of times people want to sit on the sidelines because they're just scared away by the rate and they don't realize that they might actually have some negotiating power Mm -hmm. in deals that they just didn't have. Yeah.
5: The uh, you brought up an interesting uh, point, Greg, about the appraisal gap. Right now, we're sales price to list price is about ninety nine percent. And before, when the market was super hot, it'd be 102%. exactly. 10%, yeah, and that difference, the buyer had to come up with an, with the appraisal gap. So they had to have big cash. Sometimes seventy, eighty thousand, hundred thousand dollars in cash no to cover the gap. Yeah. Well, when you're at 99%, you're not coming in with that gap. It's going to to appraise. That brings in first-time home buyers who don't have cash.
1: Got it. Okay, see how that works. And so, again, that consultative role that you all play, I mean, you you kind of unpack that in your initial conversations with the folks that are sitting in front of you. And, um, I mean, it's probably a little difficult for them to kind of reveal their financial status. Status in that. How do you get them past that and get to working to where you're getting to a formula, and you're starting to dial in on what they can actually accomplish?
5: Well, we don't typically get deep into the, the numbers. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is what they feel they can do. What, what are you? What are you thinking you can buy? What do you think you can afford? Mm-hmm. And then the very first thing of the process is talk to a lender. Okay, uh, I'm not going to guess. And I'm not going to waste their time or my time or get them showing them things that they're not going to be able to afford. Right. So I, I get a feeling of what price range they think they're in.
4: Mm-hmm. Then
5: I'll show them some properties. But very early on, I, I, I need them to talk to a lender. I need the expert advice from a lender.
1: Got it. Yep. And where do we take it from there? Now, now it becomes a, a function of what they want, what their lifestyle is, where they are. In the age continuum and the family dynamics and everything else.
4: So, so this is a st- stressful process. You know, it's exciting for people. It's also stressful because there's changes in their environment and their kids' schools and all this kind of stuff. My first question always is, What's your Santa Claus list? Okay. And let them let say what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, as they're telling you what the Santa Claus list is, usually mentally you can kind of position them to where they probably ought to, ought to want to be looking here to see how close you can get to that list. And uh, and that usually takes a little bit of the edge off because everybody loves Santa Claus lists, right? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, but that, that marriage of what they're looking for and what's real, and, and a lot of our job is educating them on what's real because they're coming from markets. If you're coming from some areas of Texas, you might be looking for a lot on the golf course with the mountain view, whatever, and your budget is $250,000. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That here. ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Or if you come from California and you say this lot's only seven hundred and we're getting lots prices higher than that in that's- certain areas, um, they're saying, boy, that's a deal. So a lot of it depends on what environment they're coming from. But it really comes down to, because everybody's different, but certain things match throughout almost any demographic or income level and so you want to put them in the in a place, and we do, I think, a pretty good job of of uh, presenting why if they can find something in this northern quarter, it's a good bet to, to try to stay there. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, then let's take a look at areas, some areas to the south, you know, mm-hmm. where there's more affordable a little Cordera action, and yep, and right. further down, yeah, yeah, where the highest rents in, in uh, El Paso I County, I know Cordera and Wolf Ranch.
3: Yep, I think that's one of the. One of the great things about Northern Colorado Springs is, depending on whatever the client comes with as far as what they'd like to have for an amenity or for a lifestyle, um, Northern Colorado Springs, that monument area. boy, it offers an awful lot. I mean sure does. It's, it, it very, very rarely do I feel like I have to steer somebody or, or, or help somebody into some other part of the city. It just seems like we offer enough um, community offerings that mm-hmm. um, people can, can land up there in, in a place that would feel good for them. so outdoor lifestyle. Good developments, you yeah. know,
1: secure developments for the most diverse part. Uh, yep.
3: developments. Uh, I, one of the things I like most about those communities up there is they they each one kind of offers a different element of amenity, and there's a little bit for everybody. Yeah, so
1: I like that Forest Lakes property. That's kind of a neat place to hang out. They yeah. get that lake out there,
5: Wayne. So, being Flying Horse Realty, we're known for custom and, and from the developments that we work with, right. So when uh, most of the people who walk in our doors or call are calling for custom home.
1: Okay. Well,
5: when you start digging into it, they find uh, pretty early on when you ask them, okay, so what's kind of your all in budget? And they say, well, 800 or even 900. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of shake your head. And it's kind of like, no, you're you're not going to get there in a custom home. Custom home now in, in these developments, uh, like Flying Horse North, it's going to be a Almost a minimum of two million. Is that right? Okay. And um, we're growing yeah. up. <laughs> and custom lots on this north end are typically if they're two and a half acres, five hundred. Okay. And you're typically four and a half times, and it, and even that's going up. So if it, if the lots five hundred, four and a half times is probably what your all in is. No kidding. And so it's kind of an eye opener, the number of people we have to just kind of back off and say production build.
1: Yep. You still get a new one. Start there. Yep.
5: Uh, or resale. There's some real nice resales out there.
1: Absolutely, and eight hundred thousand is not something to sneeze no, at. No, you get a for that.
5: nice house it. You're just not <laughs> going to get custom.
1: You're not going to get custom. So uh, we're back. We're going to come back with a, a gentleman over at Flying Horse Realty. I'm hanging out with Roger Huckel, Wayne Pinneger, and Greg Ballman, all partners and brokers over at Flying Horse Realty. What's a great way to get a hold of you, Greg?
3: Well, um, you can get a hold of us uh, by phone. Uh, 719-488-8600. And you can check out our website, flyinghorserealty.com.
0: One critical fact that needs to be established is that your injuries were caused by the accident incident you were involved in. For your case to have merit, it must be made clear that had you not been in the crash in the first place, you wouldn't have been hurt. This is one of the most important steps in the entire process and leaving it to anyone but an expert is a serious mistake. Ramos Law. Doctor. Lawyer. Partner. Combining medical and legal knowledge for better outcomes for you.
1: And yeah, We're back here with True North. We're in the fourth quarter with Flying Horse Realty. We're with Wayne Pinneger, Roger Hugel, and Greg Ballman, all out partners over there at uh, Flying Horse Realty. You can find them on Northgate. Uh, Boulevard, and they're close. They're kind of embedded in there in that flying horse development. Uh, but you sell a lot more than flying horse, gentlemen. Uh, I mean, you are kind of the gateway to the northern communities, as you have showcased in North, our publication. But lot lots of good people out there have come across you, and um, they really get to know and understand how that northern corridor works. And uh, it's a beautiful thing as, as you help folks find the lifestyle they're looking to achieve. So, um, what's, what's kind of your ideal buyer? Uh, I mean, the ideal customer for flying horse. I mean, they're probably priced in the, you know, 800,000 range and up, and and what else? I mean, what, what else kind of is your ideal client? Wayne, what would you say?
5: Um, well, again, the ones that walk in are usually in the 800 to uh, up.
1: 800 and up, yeah. And,
5: and depending upon what they're looking for, we have various places we can place them. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, we've not mentioned too much about it, Flying Horse North. That is going to be kind of, it, it, it is real. Mm-hmm. It's one third of the, of the way built. There's a golf course there. There's a golf course there and, <laughs> and everything. It's a great golf course, by the way. That's what I heard. Um, but uh, that development, the, there's been a sketch plan out there. It's going to just, in, in the next few years, just be the place to look. Yeah. We get calls all the time for Flying Horse North Beautiful. for the, the lots. but not everybody's going to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. So on on this north end, um, we have Sterling Ranch. Uh, not Sterling. Um, Sanctuary Point.
1: Sanctuary Point, yeah.
5: And um, there's definitely homes up in there, but they are going to be over a million. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are places like Home Place mm-hmm. uh, that is a new development that they're going to be more in the 500 to 800 range. Absolutely. And you got some great production builders there. But we can take them anywhere. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're in the 500 range, if they're places off of uh, Volmer Road and Black Forest, Sterling Ranch. Sterling Ranch might be still up there a little bit more like 600. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another development, Timber Ridge. But uh, we can go further down south. Uh, Classic Homes is building various places. I mentioned earlier that their production prices have come down because of what they're building. They're building a lot of midtown collection now.
1: Interesting. What is that?
5: It's typically garage level uh, on the on the on the first level. Okay. Main level living on the next level up. Got it. Bedrooms on the top level. Got it. Zero lot lines, um, but they're they're single family homes, and they're very popular. And and other builders, uh, Challenger is building them, Vantage is building them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a it's a nice price range. And this is called Home Place. No, that that's they're they're building them all over. Okay. The, the Midtown collection is Midtown. a, is a yeah. style okay. that's built in different uh, communities.
1: Got it. Okay. And those are readily available now? Yep. That's a beautiful thing. And I know you guys have a close alignment with classic companies. Uh, I mean, these guys are a phenomenal developer, and, you know, the product, the home product, is pretty beautiful.
4: Yeah, it is. And I, t- I tell you, it's fun. Um, in our industry... Uh, Not every real estate broker or agent gets to work directly with a developer like we get to. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're out on occasion walking land that's not developed and future alignment of streets and all this other kind of stuff. And and what's really cool is to come back and drive through that area a year or two later, a couple years later. It takes a while to get the development work done. Anyway, a couple years later, and there's kids on bicycles and homes (laughs) and, you know, uh, people bringing groceries home and all that kind of stuff. Amazing. yeah, so when I talk about it, I refer to it as we're building communities for Wally and the Beaver. <laughs> and if it's a young family I'm talking to, sometimes they don't quite get that reference. But right, that's, right. that's what we're doing. So, um, and it's really, uh, this is probably one of the finest group of men I've ever worked with. And I've been doing this for 45 years, the, the classic, yep. classic team. And I I think it was, I'm trying to think of what year I sold them their first lot when they first started. Sold them a model lot in Briargate 30 some 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it's a long time ago. So, it's really fun to see what they've become over time. And uh, I'm really proud of the product they put out there, the price ranges, and very family-oriented company. And the clubs, the Flying Horse Club. Beautiful. Um, yeah, for, for a period of years, you had to go through me to join the Broadmoor Golf Club because we had all the Broadmoor developments down there before I came up here. And yeah. this is, a, from a family club standpoint, it's it's fabulous. It's absolutely gorgeous up here. It, it's, it, it is. Uh, so... Anyway, proud to be affiliated.
3: Yeah, and I was just going to add that I think that <clears throat> um, it's just really neat to see a, a, a company like Classic uh, invest year year in and year out in their in the community here. I mean, they've built yeah. so many wonderful communities at different you know different levels, uh, we're trying to build something that um, can fit the need for just about anybody who who comes into the area. And I know that they they take pride in what they do. Um, they've just built some really tremendous product uh, over the years. And so it's just nice to be um, affiliated with them. So
1: So you guys consider yourself something of a boutique firm. So we do unpack that experience and what that's like and why, why you consider yourself that?
3: Well, I think, I think just by our size, we, 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 we're not a Keller Williams, you know, we're not Remax. Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to really try to focus in on just the the Northern corridor and in the Northern corridor, uh, a lot of times we're dealing with people who are wanting to build, um, and so, with that in mind, there's just some things that we ha- we have to kind of understand and know in the market. Um, we have to build relationships with architects. Mm-hmm. Um, we have great relationships with a lot of the production, semi-custom, and custom builders because a lot of times our our work with clients is helping uh, facilitate uh, between their idea of what they want and moving that idea to completion through maybe working with an architect, That's buying cool. land. Um, finding a builder, making sure that relationship works. And so that, to me, is the boutique part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not every brokerage is built that way, and I think that's just an important aspect of what we've tried to build uh, to just be able to support the community up there in that part of the uh, community. It's a world-class experience.
4: And
5: without a doubt, we do specialize in custom. Yeah. So when someone comes in, a lot of times they don't even have the land. Mm -hmm. So we can help them find the land. But then the next step is is so critical. When you're building a custom home, your relationship with that builder has got to be solid. You've got to trust that builder because there's going to be problems. There's going to be issues. And if you don't have a good relationship with that builder, you've got problems. And so what we do, not only can we find the land, we know all the builders up there. Mm -hmm. We can interview the person and figure out what builder might be best for them to interview. That's interesting, yeah. So then what, what I do is I usually schedule a couple meetings for the builder to come in and meet with the client so that they can, and I want them to meet with more than one builder.
1: Yeah, and get that chemistry and test. Th-
5: that chemistry is
1: yeah. everything.
4: Yes, sir. Yeah, I have one more thought on that following on Wayne. We actually have a service we provide because when you're starting this new build process, whether you're experienced at it or not, you're going to have a, you're going to build a new home. You're a buyer. And uh, where do you start? Well, you got to get the land for sure, but to really get it down in your mind, of what do you need? So it's not just where do you put it, it's what do you really need? And a lot of people don't, don't even have a good feel for that. We have a design service where for uh, working through a local, local design service, uh, Larry Gillen, LGA Studios, mm-hmm. where for 500 to $1,000, he'll sit across from you and take the time and get the dream and he'll sketch it for you and for that he'll even do the elevations uh, uh, preliminary elevations but then you can really button down and have something that you can show to Wayne's or Greg's builder that they're talking about here and get a really better idea of what's it going to cost me for the house portion mm-hmm. and when people ask what's it cost per square foot well that's all over the place but we try to boil it down to this is the house then mm-hmm. Cost per square foot, approximately. Here's an average over the 20 builders we work with up there or so. And then you have to add the lot, and you add the landscaping, and you can tell. You get down to where you can kind of tell if you're within your budget or not. That design service has been phenomenal. Yeah, that's a neat It's asset. quick and then very helpful, and you don't have to pay $25,000 for a set of plans until you actually determine you're going to go forward. You could do it before you have the lot, but it's better to have the link. <laughs>
5: There's a, a, another thing that we can do that a lot of other realtors don't have the opportunity. With our connection with the builders, I had a, uh, a gentleman and his family come in and wanted a custom, and they were going to be in a $3 million range. Mm. So I scheduled time to to take them out and see some lots. Well, one of the first things I did, because there's lots out there that are not in the MLS. They're owned by the builders. And so I called up the, and, and checked around and to, to find out what lots they had that I could go show, even met the builder out there with them the first time. So it's an opportunity that, that. Uh, so when I took this guy out the next Friday, we went out and saw six lots that were not in the MLS.
1: That's, that's a nice value proposition. That's a nice differentiator among your group, because not everybody has access to that information. Yeah. And you guys have spent a lot of time developing relationships, not only with the developer, but the builders themselves. So you kind of know who's got what out there. We're in our closing minute here, Greg. I mean, make sure you find the lender number one, right? Right. Get the lender, let's get the financial package in order, then bring it to you, then what? What are the next few steps and walk people through why they should come over to Flying Horse Realty?
3: Well, um, we kind of tout ourselves as just being the experts uh, in the Northern Corridor, and I think – um, just being able to kind of help people through, even some of the things we've just been talking about, just about how to how to walk them through a process so that they can feel like they've had a good experience and they're having a successful end product, uh, whatever it may be. And part of that is just keeping it real with clients mm-hmm. about what they what their expectations are and what they can afford. Uh, making sure that you're connecting them with the right people throughout the process because um, everybody wants a win win, you know, out of this deal, and that's definitely what we want for Absolutely. sure. So.
1: Well, I appreciate you three gentlemen coming in here, sharing some wisdom, expertise, a little history, and understanding how this whole process works. Uh, you know, don't be scared, folks. These are some of the finest gentlemen in the industry. They know what they're talking about. They know this particular part of El Paso County uh, probably as well as if, if better than anybody else. All right, Greg, if we want to get p- folks up to Flying
3: Horse Realty, what is the URL and phone number? Uh, you can contact us at 719-886-4800 or flyinghorserealty.com. Perfect. We appreciate you
1: being here. Wayne Pinneger, employing uh, partner and broker, uh, founding partner and broker, uh, Roger Huckel, and managing partner and broker, Greg Palm. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. And we're going to leave you off with Don Henley. Sorry. All she wants to do is dance. Go have fun, Southern Colorado.
0: Picking up business and putting them in a pen. And all she wants to do is
2: dance, dance. Rebels been rebels since I don't know when. And all she wants to do is
0: dance. You've been listening to True North with your host, Dirk Hobbs, Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer